Welcome back to the Brothers Better podcast where we take two films and turn them into something non-compass mentors. And this is now the sixth episode and we are realising that we hate our intro. Oh, you're realising that. I no, still love you... it. Oh, really? I, know, I hate saying it. I hate introducing oh, the okay. episode. Oh, okay. Okay, so we love do it you, but we do don't you... like saying Wait, it. Wait, we, we, I feel like you don't agree with me. You I don't, don't know. do you? I you don't, don't like know. the intro. I don't know how I you, feel We it. came up, you came up with the intro. I know, I did. <laughs> that was, that was your thing. I don't know why. No, she hates it. Okay, great. It's fine. In this, um, we decided um, to do Saw, but it's the Lorax for our little synopsis off. I wrote it as the Lorax, but it's Saw. So I've... Right, well... (laughs) Miscommunication I guess we'll have to finish the episode here. (laughs) Since we fucked up so bad. it's fine. Um, This recording's over. (laughs) We are... Just the two of us again today, um, and we've decided, as it's New Year, to do a bit of a um, top films review type thing yeah, in the for the end half, of the episodes, yeah. just to discuss like our favourite films from the year, uh, or films that we've watched this year. Have I you think. written like a breakdown of each film? Like, no. You're like, okay, that's fine, I've just written the films uh, I just that I thought we could it. talk about them, you know. Perfect, okay, like, that's fine, that's exactly what I thought I was going to I mean, it, it is a podcast, so... <laughs> well, I didn't know that you'd written out, like, what you were going to say about the film. Oh, God, no, no, okay. I actually I have like, no clue. Too much I, I think that's going to be improv. Do you want to say how long my synopsis is? Oh, God. Are you reading all of that? Um, we'll see. What? Don't, don't, t- don't take it, don't read Mine's it. Mine's bullet-pointed, so, uh... Mine's is an essay? <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> let's, let's talk about New Year for a second. Uh, how do we, it's 2024, guys, I don't know if you were around for the... For the New Year, for the Because Kirsty wasn't last year. Oh, well, okay. That was rude. <laughs> that was rude. <laughs> I did make the bells last year, right? I was in bed by 10 o'clock. And that's fine, okay? That's fine. <laughs> we put you to bed. Um, no, I put myself to bed. I, put, I was very I conscious. Locked, I locked your door. I locked my door. I was like, no. I'm far too far too gone oh to be god. conscious right now. Oh god. Um, very much. Anyway, but this new year was good. Yeah. We left at half one. Yeah. We didn't make it far We past, didn't make it far, but <laughs> more than I did. I made it to the Bells at least. Um, but yeah, how do you feel about the New Year, Kirsty? I feel absolutely fantastic. Hmm. Um, it's new me, yeah. new year, new me. Absolutely changing my entire lifestyle. So. Yeah. What about you, Becca? How was your <coughs> new year? I, you know what? You're ill now, aren't you? No, I'm not. I'm actually okay today. Okay. I was yesterday, I but... Was um worried. <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. Obviously, I'm going on the holiday. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> cliche, obviously, obviously, I'm obviously, cliche. <laughs> um, I'm going on the holiday next week. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> you guys know I'm going on obviously, holiday. Obviously, um, yeah, I'm going to Lisbon next week, which no, should be nice. This week, you're going on Sunday. In two days. Yeah, for next week. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling fine about the new year, really. Yeah, Nothing. Got, I'm, I'm impartial. You've got, I, I surf, you've got a surf holiday this yeah, weekend. Yeah, I could have stayed in 2023, if I'm being honest. I could have. I, I had, I to, I had to move. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it went... And now they're not playing music at Sainsbury's anymore, which... <laughs> I shouldn't really say on the hair because I could get me fired. I think they get fired. Actually, yeah, it's just a fact. <laughs> they don't play music. Fired. You get fired for pointing that out, Becca. It's unspoken. It's an unspoken. Oh, God. Right. Anyway. I want to apologise if I sound nasally. I have had a cold for a little while now, so... Wasn't I ill in the last episode as well? Yeah, I think... God, we really can't stay away something, from the illnesses. Something's wrong. Um, 
fundamentally with our health, but <laughs> apologies for how we sound. We'll see a doctor. <laughs> no, <laughs> collectively. <laughs> we go to the doctors. We've been ill now, both of us, as a pair. What's wrong? They think we're crazy back if we did that. Anyway, we'll get... Um... I chose the Lorax and so I chose the films because yes. Becca chose the ones last week. And I chose the Lorax because it's a wonderful film and the songs are amazing. And I think you could really... It's just amazing. And Saw, me and Becca watched the Saw franchise for Halloween, really. And we saw the new Saw film in the cinema. And they've released... They're, they're going to do more Saw films. And yeah. it's just, like, an extended franchise. And they're kind of good. I kind of like to really enjoy the Saw films. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I need to explain it, but that's my reasoning. I, I think you're justified, honestly. Thank you. Uh, who do you want to start? Who started last time? <coughs> I think I started last time. I I'll start since it's short and snappy. Oh, um, great! I'm so glad. I actually don't know how long this is gonna take, to be honest. Right. Okay. So in my film, I've done it very much typical jigsaw layout. Okay. Um, good. If you're f- if you're familiar with the films, you'll know what I mean. If you're not, then you have, you won't have a clue. Yeah. Um. So I've kind of done the thing that a few people have done in episodes before this, where you do like characters. Like, what character would be what character? Oh, okay, Ish. Not okay, really. Okay, so, cool. starting with, like, um, Jigsaw... It, uh, Lorax is um, Jigsaw. Amazing. And then Onsler. Is that how you say his name? Onsler. Hmm? Onsler? Onsler. Onsler. <laughs> I love the Onsler. <laughs> you call him Onsler? I'm going to keep calling him Onsler. <laughs> <laughs> Onsler. It's Onsler. Um, Onsler um, is Amanda. So, the dynamic between, like, Jigsaw and Amanda is, like, Amanda's taken oh, in yeah, by yeah, Jigsaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is almost... I was going to say it's, like, a... What? I was going to say the law for who Amanda is in the Jigsaw. She was someone who um, succeeded in Jigsaw's Yeah, and then trap, she became, then like, she a became, cult member yeah, type Like, thing. she admires his work and likes what he does and follows him around like a little puppy. and is like an apprentice, almost, for yeah. him. Yeah. So the, the, the idea is, like, I think this would either... It wouldn't be the original Lorax. It, it'd be, like, a sequel or something. Or a prequel. <laughs> it would probably okay. be a prequel, but it's, like, um, the Lorax is, like taught Wansler that trees are really important so okay. I don't know where it would fit into the sure. world but anyway uh, the outside world um, in this film still has lots of trees and it's like how it used to be okay. but then the bubble that they have like in the film that still exists and that's like a little bubble of, oh like, okay yeah okay. Um, so it's not like an escape from the lack of trees it's just an existing city within it's, it's this futuristic city that it exists in the, in the film but okay. it's just the outside world isn't fucked basically okay um, so, um, Ted, mm-hmm. Audrey, mm-hmm. Mrs. Wiggins, Granny Norma, uh-huh. and uh, so as a group, they all go looking for trees to oh, okay. to steal, basically, oh, in the outside world. Okay, yeah, 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 to but, bring to their world. Um, Aloysius also goes looking, or O'Hare also goes looking for trees because... Uh, he's run out of um, the oxygen for his company thing. Yeah. Uh, so they're all going, and Looking they all get kidnapped by the Lorax and Wansler. And they're taken to the basement of um, Wansler's house, you know, mm-hmm. the one on the big hill. Yeah. Um, of course they're the one. And then it becomes basically saw. So they're like, we're going to teach you a lesson of trying to steal our trees. Good message. Um so Granny Norma and Mrs. Wiggins are the first like people to have to be put up to a test, um, and they have to play a game of Scrabble like they kind of do. Yeah, in the film. Um, but whoever loses is chopped by an axe from the ceiling. Oh no. Um, 
and Mrs. Wiggins unfortunately loses and is chopped by an axe from the wow. ceiling. Wow, the mum's dead. And I've just put R.I.P. Mrs. Wiggins. R.I.P. Mrs. Wiggins. Um, she was great. Her little boogie that she had with the tree. I, yeah, I liked her. She had a good spirit to her. <laughs> she did um, have a good spirit. But she's dead though, so. Oh. Granny Norma is then forced to climb a tree. And Why? she That's like her, like, you either climb the tree or you... Or oh, her second test. Yeah, because oh, okay. she's still alive. Yeah. And she falls and dies from exhaustion. Oh. Uh, <laughs> she really tried, didn't she? She's a grandma. <laughs> I was yeah, thinking, how true. is this grandma going to die? Put her into a physical <laughs> test and she'll probably not make it. I'm just really um, Becca, actually. I'm, I'm not ageist. I'm just saying. She is. Oh my God, Becca, you're so ageist. She is what? You are ageist. And then Ollie's O'Hare... <laughs> No, that's not the name. Aloysius O'Hare. Just O'Hare. Um, <laughs> Just O'Hare. He's put into a tank type thing, like a, a chamber. Okay. And because he's like, you know, the oxygen, he's the oxygen fruit. He is the oxygen fruit. Um, and he is, he's like, he has to either hold his breath for five minutes. Okay. Um... Well, no, he has to hold his bear for five minutes. <laughs> or Drive. the tank, as soon as he st- he loses that, uh, the tank fills with... Um, well, it loses all its oxygen. Oh, it's just uh, vacuum yeah, seal. Yeah, yeah. And then he dies. Roughly. And then... Is that what happens? He doesn't make it, yeah. Oh, great. Great. <laughs> um, right. And then... <laughs> and then it's just Ted and Audrey left. Mm-hmm. Um... They, I don't know what I was on when I was writing this. <laughs> they perform Let It Grow to the okay. Lorax and Wampsler and tries to convince them that they are on the same side. Oh, okay. They're trapped in a chair for some reason. And okay. then just before the chairs blow up, because that's like their thing. I don't know what their challenge is. Maybe like singing. <laughs> well, I guess okay, not singing. Okay, this is a well um, I have a question. Um, why do the chairs blow up? <laughs> getting there okay, um, okay. I'm literally making this up as I go I'm so um, no because I maybe missed that detail out so the, I'm guessing like they had a challenge you're guessing <laughs> you're guessing <laughs> this is your story I know I know they okay okay I know why <laughs> I, I hope so what are you um, talking about they have to Great off the hands. <laughs> one of the hands. <laughs> um, why, why did you make this from two hands to one hand? What was the thought? They just great off one hand why, with a Why not two? Because they need one hand to great off the other. Oh. How else are they going to great off I, the other well, hand? It was your idea, okay. <laughs> so they great off, if, and they, unfortunately, they really didn't want to great off their hands. Oh, so they sing, they sing Let It Grow, Lovely. and they sit in the chairs waiting to be blown up. And then suddenly, Lorax has a change of heart and oh sets them free. Wonderful story. And that's that's the film. Uh, I loved that. Yeah. Good thank twists you. and turns. I love the incorporation of Let It Grow. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, I think it really works. <laughs> I also love to see the Lorax as a killer. I can see, I can so see Lorax and Wansla being Jigsaw and Amanda. Like, I, that was like a Good no-brainer. Duo, yeah. That was a no-brainer for I, me. That didn't even cross my mind. Because I'm just thinking of, like, the dynamic they have in the actual Lorax, how it's kind of like Lorax teaches him how important. Trees are. And the yeah, except it's not as toxic, I guess. 
Well, yeah, they, are, they do have that kind of a hatred at the beginning. He like, no, the Lorax does, does try, try to, to kill, kill it. Oh my god, it is! It is! He does! He tries to kill it! He puts In a, a very weird way. He puts his bed yeah, in the lake. <laughs> and then it's like, surprised when he's about to die what of a, a cliff. Weird what a weird Right. Such a weird concept. Take it away, Carson. Right, mine's a little long. Um, but, you know, we've got time. <laughs> right. So Mines is basically based in Threadville. It's just all about Threadville. The whole, you know, there's no trees outside. It's just all about Threadville, right? <laughs> so Ted lives in Threadville. He's in love with his next door neighbour, Aubrey, just like the film. He would do anything for her, no matter the cost. He just wants to be with her. It's like an obsession at this okay. point. So he can see Audrey through the window and observes her as she heads into town and he follows her, keeping like a sensible distance between them so he doesn't get caught. He watches her as, he, as she meets up with Chad. Yeah. The coolest boy ever. He's like in a leather jacket, you know, suave hair, yeah. motorbike, you know. And and this is just this is just too much for Ted and it overwhelms him and he runs home crying. He can't sleep that night and stays awake, um, online stalking Chad and who is he and how can I find out more about him? Oh. But um then he discovers that Chad on Facebook turned twenty three years ago, meaning obviously that he's twenty three now. Whereas Audrey and Ted are only sixteen. So Ted knows that this is wrong. And he's like, this is disgusting. How on earth could she be dating a 23-year-old? This is gross. Everything about this relationship is gross. And, um, and he begins a plot to break them up. <laughs> oh, God. Next, next, next paragraph. The next day, Ted wastes no time um, by his window staring at Audrey. He heads straight to town by himself. He has a plan. Uh. He stops at the hardware store. He grabs a bunch of things that he needs. He's got like a, a full laid out plan and idea of what he needs. But there's a few things missing, and he doesn't really know how to get them because they're a bit more dodgy than you, what you can get at a hardware store. They're not like rope or anything. They're like they're a bit more dodgy. So he doesn't really know how to get this dodgy contraband. But then he realizes that his gran, the gran in the film, right? Mm-hmm. She used to be in prison, right? <laughs> she's she's got she's got backstory. She That's does why not she look like this type of gran. Well, no, she doesn't look like it, but she is. Right. She is. She's a, she's a dodgy one, right? So um, he asks her, so he rushes home, he consults his gran, and then kind of like subtly asks her how you can, how you to like get something to make people fall asleep. Like how, what, what, how would I get, how would I acquire okay, that yeah, kind of chemical? Yeah. Then she describes a man who goes by many names. They met in prison. It's a very suspicious man. He's heard his name through the wind and everything. He's, he's just, he's, he's the Wansler. Yeah, okay. That's the Wansler. Um... But there's nothing, and she says that there's nothing in this world that he could not sell. He has everything and anything, right? So Ted pries further, and he's like, how, how can I get this? How can I locate him? Um, so she, she sends him off um, to, the, to the area where the Wansler usually hangs out, right? It's the dodgy end of town, and to check out some of the bars that the Wansler usually hangs out at, right? So eventually, Ted finds the Wansler working by a corner, or by a bar. Anyway, he's working a corner by a bar. Ted immediately approaches the man. He's wearing like a long green velvet suit, mm-hmm. bit of bit of a bit of a pimp vibe going on over there, right? And he's singing to himself. He's probably singing "Let It Grow" or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> excuse me, sir. Ted chirps up. Once they stop singing and lowers his gaze, slowly coming eye to eye with Ted. This yes. is a fan <laughs> fiction. This isn't a synopsis, Cassidy. I don't I know, know what synopsis know. you've been reading. I know. I've I've um I've read a book, so <laughs> hope you enjoy this fanfic. Um, yes, boy. He replied. <laughs> <laughs> the 
ending is crazy, Becca. I'm so um, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> yes, boy, you reply. <laughs> Ted explains to him what he's looking for and why he needs these things. Um, so he gives, he like, he like opens up to the monster and like explains like, it's because, you know, this girl I'm in love with the singer 23 on, it's great, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. Um, <clears throat> and the monster says nothing and there's a long pause before he responds what's in it for him, right? He wants something back. He's not just going to do this for free. So Ted responds with, I'll get you anything. The monster thinks for a while and finally leans, leans down and whispers in Ted's ear. He says what he wants him to bring and it's Chad, the guy who Audrey is seeing, right? Okay. Ted is immediately surprised by this question, but agrees instantly, at least it's not money, right? He's like a 16-year-old boy. <clears throat> this he's able to do, and he reassures himself. The one also kind of gives him some things that he would need to get, acquire Chad, um, but not everything that he uh, has asked for, right? So Ted um, creeps back into town trying to find Chad, and he eventually sees him outside of a restaurant, smoking a cigarette. It's getting dark out now, and Ted will be, expe- be expected back home soon, so he has to work quickly and get Chad. He drives up behind him, Covers his mouth with a cloth, dripping the chemical yeah, the monster yeah, gave him, yeah. and um, to any falls asleep. Um, anyway, Chad was dead asleep now, so he shoves him into his. He's got. He's got his granny's car. He's got. I don't know. He's shoved it into his mother's car, whatever, because he has a motorbike in the film, but mm-hmm. he's. You can't carry a dead person on a motorbike. Anyway, mm-hmm. he's got a car. Ted drove as fast as he could, trying to reach the monster before nightfall. It was getting late now. As he approached um the corner, he's not too late. The monster is still there. Thank God. The exchange of Chad for the things was quick. It was clear that the Waltzler also didn't like being out after dark as well. It was said that the Lorax came out at night. <laughs> and no one wants to be around when that happens. So does the Lorax live in this town? Yeah. He oh, right, kind of okay. haunts the town at night. That's like what oh, people okay. have said, right? Okay. Rumours about it. So that's why parents use that kind of story to tell their kids, like, get home before the Waltzler get, uh, like, the, the gets you. Before the Waltzler comes. <laughs> the Waltzler. <laughs> the can also come and get you. Anyway. Anyway, so um, he got back home successfully. There was no, he didn't see the Lorax. It's all fine. <laughs> Thank um, you, <laughs> Are you worried? I just starts worried. like singing Let It Grow. <laughs> anyway, so he has all the things he needs and he can't sleep tonight because he's so excited that he would finally have Audrey. He knew that this was right. So is he killed Chad then? He kind of like um, put him under a, and sleep and then just like gave him to the Wantslow to like do what the Wantslow wants. Oh, uh, right, okay. We don't really hear okay. about Chad. There's, okay. not, there's not a follow-up. I mean, there could oh, be a prequel. Okay. We right. don't really hear more about Chad. That's just kind of... I'm just I'm just showing the lengths that Ted would go to to be Yeah, okay, Audrey. yeah, yeah. Um, the next day, couldn't have come any quicker for Ted. He woke up at six and just sat watching Aubrey's house looking for any sign of movement. It was a Saturday, so Ted was prepared to stay up there for as long as it takes. Five hours later, around 11... Audrey's curtains open. This was his chance. But when then he realised that it was his mother. Her mother, sorry. Mm-hmm. Audrey was waking... Audrey's mother was waking Audrey up. So it's not... his. Her, her parents are in the house. Usually they're away at the weekend. So this was a surprise for Ted. Ted was not expecting her parents to be there. Yeah. So he continues to wait, you know, expecting some people to leave the house at some point. There's a Saturday at the end of the day. Uh, around 7pm, both parents leave waving goodbye to Audrey. As they left, um, Ted assumed that they were leaving for dinner based on what they were dressed in. Um, so then Ted knew that he only had a few short hours to act. Okay. Ted made his way over to her house, sneaking in from around the back, and saw her sitting in the living room watching TV. As he appreciates her hair and everything about it, before he grabs her neck and skillfully places himself right behind her, so she doesn't know who it is. She cries out in help, and he places the same cloth he used for Chad over her face, and soon enough, she had fallen asleep. <coughs> anyway, that's... Next, next scene, next scene. Audrey wakes up in a dark, gloomy room in Ted's basement. 
She's confused and looks up and sees him standing there hovering over her. She gasps and struggles backwards, staring at him, not breaking eye contact. She feels betrayed. Ted then explains to her why he's brought her here. You've been disloyal, he starts to say. This just confuses Audrey even more. What did she even do? I've seen you. I've seen you with chat. <laughs> Audrey is taken aback by this. She didn't think anyone knew. But this, well, what was the big deal about? She was old enough to make her own decisions. <laughs> she argues with Ted. Ted dismisses her argument and walks um, towards the back wall. It's not up to me now, he explains. Your fate will be decided by yourself. He speaks calmly as he starts the conveyor but belt that Audrey's chair is tied to. She begins to scream for help, pleading with Ted um, that she pleading with Ted that she can get him the help that he needs, but he doesn't listen to her. And um, the chair is moving closer and closer to a meat grinder running in the opposite end of the room. Fucking hell. I know. He ignores her and watches as a recording is played through the speakers, explaining to Audrey that she needs... This is where it gets a bit strange. Okay. <laughs> that she needs to cut off her tits in order to, for the ride to stop. Oh, my God. She, she looks at Ted in disgust and disbelief. Ted remains calm as the tape continues, explaining to Audrey that she needs to prove her loyalty to Ted. <coughs> doing this she will commit to him and there will be no other men again why would he want her to cut off I get teeth? to that I get to that okay. Audrey starts crying out for help and demanding her to explain why he's doing this and why can't she just leave I'm more of an ass man he replies <laughs> wow so he doesn't want anyone to be with her again so yeah anyway as he does so an orange flash of light appears from the door into the house promoting Audrey to scream even louder suddenly the door is smashed down and a ball of orange fluff Rolls down the stairs with a glow. <laughs> Ted is taken aback, fighting for his breath. It couldn't be him. It couldn't be the Lorax. <laughs> <laughs> the ball unravels and standing there is the Lorax. Audrey is screaming with joy and cheers on the Lorax as he approaches Ted. He looks up at, he looks the boy up and down and says, I speak for the boobs and they want to stay. So you have to go. <laughs> a bright beam of light suddenly appears from the palms of the Lorax's hands. Um, and he starts channeling this energy towards Ted. His skin starts to burn and he screams for mm. help. There's nothing he can do. He was melting. Mm. All of a sudden, the screaming stopped and Ted vanished, gone forever. Audrey cries out in joy as the Lorax untied her. <laughs> I want you to take care of these lovely breasts of yours. The Lorax instructed Aubrey, why don't you take care of them for me? Aubrey replied. They heard a glance and lived happily ever after. She really did have a thing for older guys. <laughs> How old's the Lorax? Thousands of years old. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Should I look it up? Is the Lorax? I can see He's that. He's five hundred years old. I can see. I can see Audrey going for the Lorax. I now. actually can as well, to be fair. It's quite small king. <laughs> He's a short king. Um, but again, so is Ted. Ted is a very short king. Is he? Ted, compared to Audrey in the film, is tiny. Oh, Ted's, I like, two years younger than Audrey. That's... Oh, she's like, oh really? She's, like, in high school, and he's, like, in primary school. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's a bit weird. Anyway, uh, how did you um, like my short Definitely film? <laughs> submit that one to the short, bit, yeah, short, the short story contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I... I... It felt like I was picturing... I, you Have you seen you? Yeah. No, not really, but I don't want to submit there's I don't I think it's the second season no no the first season there's this box that yeah he has. it really reminded well, me no, of she's you tied to a chair I did say that yeah no yeah yeah, yeah. I can um, picture yeah I like I I feel like you I think it's, I love, I think you made like a pretty original film considering like you use like aspects of Lorax and j- Jigsaw but like very small ones I just used the characters yeah Lorax, you, yeah it was, it was more just characters her, but and then the action of 
Yeah. The the ending kind of. Yeah. In in a way. But I like it. Thank you. Um, I, I yeah, I appreciate the effort that went into I love, it. Honestly. I didn't even I didn't know where I was going with it when I started writing it. Um I had no clue. Um okay. <laughs> so next next half top three films for the year. I'm really intrigued to see what Becca did this. not choose films that were released this year. No, I did, mostly. One of my films was released literally a month before 2023. Mine's are all from this year. But I saw them all in this year because I, I, I feel like I need to include the, the one that I included. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see what you're going to say because, yeah. Um, I, I feel like we're going to have one in common. I definitely think we're going to have... Well, actually, I don't know. Oh, Really? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, we probably yeah we probably will have at least yeah we'll have one in common. Okay. <laughs> You're good. Yeah, I think yeah, I mean maybe not. I mean yeah, I think no, no, no I think yeah, I think yeah, we'll have one. I can firmly say I believe that we might have one. I think in we common. do have one okay. in common. So what? Uh, do you want to do like one at a time, or do you want to just? Re- I'm gonna say the one that I think we have in common. Go on, Saltburn. No. Is that not one of yours? It's not on my list, and I'll, I, I have a reason why. Wow, okay, please go into it. So, I have a film from Emerald Fennel on here, but it's not Saltburn. Oh, okay. Because originally I was thinking, oh, Saltburn, but then I was like, I watched another film from Emerald Fennel, Promising Young Woman, earlier this year, that I think I actually would say I enjoyed oh, okay. more. Okay, okay. Um, so I haven't seen that one yet. Promising Young Woman. I've, I've it's seen incredible. the for it, It's think. incredible. It's not, it wasn't out this year. So, again, actually, yeah, it wasn't out this year. So, yeah, I've really fucked up here. <laughs> um, okay, these are just films I've seen this year, okay, I'm going to say. Okay. These are my favourite films from I've the year that I've seen. I've films released this year. Okay. This one we might also have in common. No. I feel like my films... New- anyway, Dream Scenario was one of my top I three. thought about it also, isn't it? No. What did you think we had in common, then? Barbie. Oh, oh, fuck. I didn't, yeah. even, I didn't even put Barbie. Well, I would expect I'm so Barbie. sorry. I totally well, forgot I existed. Um, I can't not include Me Barbie. and Becca saw Dream Scenario Yeah, I, I, I thought about including Dream Scenario. And it's a Nicolas Cage film, and I love Nicolas Cage. And, and I loved the film, and it was so original, and I feel like it was... It was very, like... I felt like this could very much happen. It was very... it was a, It's a really good film, and I like the... It's very original. I've never seen anything else like it. Um, and the humour's great. It's kind of scary at some parts, which is really good. Mm. The tone is amazing. I, I really like the film. That's my review of it. What was your other film? Guys of the Galaxy Volume 3. <laughs> Did that come out this year? Yeah. Oh, right. I went to see my brother and I cried at the end. Um, it's amazing. The use of their song, the use of the song um, Florence and the Machine, Dog Days Are Over, Dog, Dog Days Are Over. I know. I know. It's, the, it's in the end scene and it really made me cry. Um, and the whole story with Rocket, I love how they made Rocket the kind of the main character of that series. Yeah, mine was Barbie. I, I kind of put them in order, but they're not really. Um, I'd say Barbie was, uh, like, definitely the top. Yeah. Um, Promising Young Woman, and then Matilda the Musical. Oh, I mean, yeah. Because I've watched that film this year consecutively, like, I watched it at the start of the year so many times, and I've watched it, like, I think once since, but mm-hmm. I just really like the film. Um, I haven't seen it all the way through yet. I don't, I think, I would, I wouldn't see it originally on my own at Cineworld back home and like... It resonated with you, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. We talked about this in another yeah. episode. Back yeah, well, yeah, we, we did. did. I we need to talk about, about it. Another yeah. episode. Um, but yeah, that was my third one, but um, I'm surprised, yeah, Barbie, 
I just completely forgot about it. I'm so sorry. I even looked up. I was waiting because I saw Oppenheimer. I was like, I haven't seen that one yet. I can't even put that one down. I don't even see Barbie. Barbie, like I, I see. I know there's been. I don't want to be that person because <laughs> I know there's been a huge hype. There was a huge hype about it and everything. But I remember being in film studies class like two years ago. Yeah. At college and my lecturer being like, "There's going to be a Barbie film made by." Um, Greta Gerwig and No Bamback will be involved. I can't remember how he was involved now. I'm not sure. I think he co-wrote it or something. Okay. Um, and I just remember being like, that is going to be so wild and I can't wait to see how that... And that's like two years ago. So seeing that come out finally and being at university and not college anymore yeah. was... And obviously Greta Gerwig as well was just like... Yeah. Best. Yeah. And and it was it met every expectation. Yeah. Like I have to say it was hyped up a lot, but I feel like it 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 was even more than what everyone. I I don't think it was overhyped in any shape or form, and I feel like there's a lot of films you could say now where it's like, yeah, that was overhyped. Yeah, but yeah, but it was so like it met. I feel like it. I feel like the trailer didn't do it justice. No, not at all. But then I don't like. I but I liked going into it and being like having it having so much more meaning and having so much more like. It's kind of like the Saltburn trailer. Yeah, which we've discussed like it it the we surface level. Yeah, so we me and Becca were in the movie. Like, well, I don't know what we were seeing, but the trailer for Saltburn came on, and I yeah. remember Becca being like, "Probably dreams I'm scenario, not going to watch fair. this. I'm not like it's like yeah. just film studenty film, and it's so stupid." Cause it just looked pretentious. It did look pretentious because I think having the aspect ratio change. Yeah, and it being very stylistic and in the, the young, trailer, like young like Gen Z, I guess, like feel. celebrities. Like yeah. they were, it yeah. felt very like just very visually looks nice and it would be interesting for people like film students um but becca watched it and then she was like we have to watch it and then i watched it and i love it um crazy film i think it's it portrays like the kind of like i think emerald describes it as like the is it emerald final yeah yeah um she describes it as like the portrayal of like like raw desire and raw grief and like the ugly side of it and like what people don't want to see uh-huh. and like because you can often like think that grief is just crying but it can be like you know what he does and like it can be yeah that's, like, it's, it's interesting what so that the graveyard like it's just he's just grieving that's grief it's grief it's grief and desire wow. like mixed together like it's the closest he can get to him now it was disturbing because it also like no one would do that like mm. it kind of it, it it shows that his character is like psychotic, psychotic and like genuinely like <laughs> insane um it's it, it is like but i feel like i feel like it made sense like i feel like if he didn't do what he did to the grave i feel like it would feel very like not unfulfilling the film but it wouldn't be as shocking i think and the it would way, have the same impact i think the way they did the scene was yeah. really good i don't i don't know how i feel but i i I wouldn't remove it because I think it was a really good it's scene. It's really... I think it's very crucial to the film. And I think it makes complete sense for his yeah. character. No, that's why I'm going. I'm not saying that anyone should do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not supporting yeah, yeah. it. No, but yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah, it, it's, it's yeah. like fundamental to understanding his yeah, love. And no, because like, I think there has been... His character. There has been quite a bit of controversy, I think, around those kind Some of people things. are saying it's not as gross. It's not disgusting and it's not shocking. I think people aren't used to seeing that kind of thing. In a film. Especially in that type of film, though. Like, yeah. you'd see... I don't know, because when I first watched it, I think one of the things that made it so good was 
it was a load of people like my age were watching it mm-hmm. and the audience reaction actually made it so much more entertaining because yeah. it was like everyone felt the same yeah. weird discomfort and I can't even describe it's the feeling really, really, yeah like, I can't describe the feeling I got when I first watched like the bathtub scene it's so like I want to say the whole film has very like eerie uncomfortable tones yeah. of just like stress yeah. for no reason like because you don't know what it is until the very end and you realise like what his true motives are and that yeah. kind of is shown throughout the whole film but like I remember being in the cinema like having to look away and like curling up in a ball and being like oh my god he's not going to do that is he oh my god oh my god oh my god like it's like yeah. it really like panicky like it's shocking it is shocking <laughs> it is shocking and like I feel like the people yeah the, the whole argument of like people saying that it's not shocking, I feel like I'm just trying to be cool. <laughs> be like, you're it saying, wasn't even that. You're saying I've watched that. a bunch of YouTube reviews and like people online <laughs> being like, it's not that deep. And I was like, mm. it is. What are you talking about? I don't know. I think I'd like to see more films like kind of do that uncomfortable yeah. thing. Because I think a lot. Like, it adds a lot. It yeah, just, it makes yeah. It, like, the Obviously, the story, so the story, more. like, needs to make sense with it. Like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it can't yeah, just yeah, be yeah. complete. Because I, I, I would definitely say that there were, like, that film could have done that and it not worked if the story wasn't as good. But yeah, the story was, like, in, like, in my opinion, flawless. Like, yeah, I, I, I can't. It is, it is a, it's, it's so flawless. Yeah, yeah. And then Dream Scenario. Dream Scenario. So. I don't think a lot of people will have seen Dream Scenario. No, I don't think so either. But yeah, so you kind of explained that it's Nick Cage and it's like... Um, the trailer for that was weird too. It was weird. I'd say it kind of did give away what the film was about, so I can't say the same for that. No, as, it doesn't, like, but it, I don't think it like... It doesn't really give it, it away. It doesn't ruin the film. No, I think what... I didn't see the trailer, actually. This, I can't was, this was another film that I think I watched before you, right? No, I watched it at the same time. You watched the trailer and then we're going to go see this and I was like, okay... That was a, yeah, such but you a, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a hidden gem because yeah. I haven't really seen a lot of Nick Cage movies, but I just thought his performance in that was like so so good. Yeah. Um, and all the characters are very like well developed. I want to say and, like <laughs> very like understandable and like yeah. But so the whole situation is like. Like it's about this professor Nicholas Cage, and suddenly everyone starts to have dreams about him, and it's kind of like how that develops, and he becomes a bit of like an internet sensation, yeah. and then there's ties with like. It's just and then it's people are having nightmares, and it's like a whole thing, and like how, people react to it, and like it's just it's very, interesting how it escalates. It's yeah so yeah. much, and, and it's, it, it's and a, like a very modern film. Like yeah. it, it relates. Really it, gives, it, it gave me kind of like how Don't Look Up did the whole yeah, take yeah, on yeah, media yeah, yeah. and yeah. like so like society and like how society reacts to these kind of things. It did the kind of same thing in Dreams and I, which I love. I love that about Don't Look Up. I love the way that they've like it's not like a parody because it's it's real. Like it's real. It's like yeah. this is how the media interprets these like real things. I also that scene, uh, <laughs> the scene with the like younger girl girl in the room so incredibly funny. uncomfortable and, and so funny. funny yeah oh god i forgot the thoughts <laughs> it's yeah. so funny and also i find it very scary um i don't know whether it's because i i just I find think nicholas just, cage I think quite you scary expected it to be 
scary, so you kind of thought I just thought it was scary. But I think if you watched it now, you wouldn't no, because find they, it. They, like, so they play out some of the dreams that the, these people are having, and but the dreams are nightmares. So I think maybe like, it's because it's so surreal that you find it scary. It's, yeah, I just think it's quite scary. Surreal things can be quite scary sometimes, and I think that film does have a very surreal... Well, when like, he's like... Do when he's acting out the horror, like the like the nightmares. Oh yeah, that's, I find that's that kind. That's kind. Yeah, that's quite horrifying. But I guess that's like what's interesting is it has, it does incorporate a few genres because it has like all the different dreams in it. Yeah. Um. I I do find it scary. Those those nightmare dreams. Yeah. The night the nightmares that people have when they act them out. I I do find it quite quite scary. Quite yeah. scary. Promising young woman. Yeah. Is that the one where she, like, goes after men that take it's advantage a of girls? Rape revenge. Yeah, film, actually, I've, seen that. So, I've not seen it, but I've seen the trailer for it. Like, the premise is that she, yeah, she finds men that are guilty of. Well, no, she doesn't actually. I think she just picks, she tricks. Them, I haven't right? seen it like in a while, but yeah, she tricks men into thinking she's drunk. And then when they try to take advantage of her, she like, she punishes them. I yeah. can't remember what she does exactly. She I don't know. If she does kill them. I think she does kill them. No, I think she just. Uh, and maybe she kills them. I can't, I can't exactly remember. But she yeah, it's a revenge film, and the ending for it was really good. Um, I just really like the. I like the main character in it. I think she does an amazing job. Yeah, she's... I think it's yeah. a really relevant thing. I think the way it was, like, visually, it looks really good. Um, I just remember watching the film and being like, damn, I haven't seen a lot like this. So I, I kind of... Yeah. yeah. I, I, I would say... I'd say I preferred it to Saltburn, so that's why... Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's a story. I, yeah. I, I like the idea of, like... You don't really see many, like... Rape revenge films. Yeah, not really. Yeah, and also, not even that, it's, like, it's quite interesting because it's, like, should I be... Again, it's Against this thing of, like, four, should yeah. I be sympathising with this character? She is, like, harming or even killing these men. But, like, they but are... But then they are, yeah. So it's kind of, like... It's a very interesting one to think yeah. about, but yeah, amazing film. If you did like Saltburn, go watch it because it's I'd say equally as good, if not better. Um, but some I know a lot of people wouldn't agree with that. But um, out of your three films, what would you say was your favorite one? Um, probably Saltburn. Mm, basic, I know, but that I know you're disappointed in my answer. But no, I'm not. I'm not. I was just <laughs> I was just thinking about it. Yeah. I just feel like because. It surprised me and like made me physically like my the emotion the impact that that film had on me. Okay. Like yeah. none of the other films made me react the way that it did. Like I was like overwhelmed with like not disgust but like discomfort and like, yeah, it's like stress. A new feeling. And then like there was that there was a huge like twist in it which like completely like kind of like I was like what the fuck and it was like such a crazy reaction that I had and then the end scene of him dancing about the house I was just like what is this fucking film yeah. like it's crazy and like. Not at all what I expected, and I loved the way that it was done, and, like, just, it, it's very pretty, but, like, the plot has so much substance, mm. um, and I feel like the characters are all very well-developed and very, like, funny. It's just the dialogue is amazing for the whole film, and I couldn't fault it. I couldn't fault it. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and when you hear um, Enrol Fennell, like, explain why the aspect ratio is important in this film, it, it does give, a, like, an understanding to it, and it's not just for, like, stylistic purposes, yeah. which... 
Is as, important. Yeah, some teacher might not No, I think it, so. I think watching the film though, I think it's completely justified everything aesthetically. Mm. Like I, I I only was worried style over substance type thing was gonna happen when I watched the trailer. Yeah. Because it just it didn't give It gave that it, impression. It, it, well it, it didn't tell no you it yeah. didn't tell you which I again I'm not like it's not a bad thing that it didn't tell you the story because I think it would ruin it. I th- but, yeah, I think it would. But ruin it also, it as well. in in a way, did slightly put me off watching the film because I thought, am I going to be sat for two hours just looking at some pretty shots? Yeah. And have no story really there, but yeah, I agree. I think it completely like all of that stuff is so well it's thought. It's very, out. it's very like the style is there, but the substance is also there, which yeah, is yeah. something that definitely they the e- doesn't. They, e- they even yeah, each other out. very much even. Yeah. yeah. In. I think it's it's just it's really wonderful. It's a yeah. really wonderful film. Um, and yours, your favorite Agus three? I, th- I think it would be Barbie, but I yeah I, yeah. I don't know. That film just I I lo- I aspire I like, to make something as good I as Barbie. I feel Greg like I'm gonna rewatch it because I feel like I don't. Quite I've seen it like I've seen it twice. I There's think. so many like. Like what is the message from the film? I think there's there's so many there's messages a lot. because I got a voice note and from I I don't know if the film kind of it, I I found it not confusing but the message there was a lot so I feel like it, it some of them weren't the, as powerful. I think, I think the main I I'd say my main take from it <coughs> would be the idea that women. No, no, I'm actually trying to think because this is what this is why I don't think it's been my favorite. I think I might need to rewatch it, <laughs> but I just I couldn't I couldn't take away a certain. I think no, I think because it's, I I think it's like Barbie's, it covers a lot. It just no, I know, but I think and I I agree. I think there's a lot to see and a lot to think about. But I think my friend messaged me after and asked like she told me what she thought about it and then she was asking if I felt the same. And she was talking about the idea of being a woman and... And I think this is definitely what I took most from it. Mm -hmm. And the idea that the stereotypical Barbie Mm -hmm. feels like she, like, she's not really enough. And, like, she's just Barbie, right? Yeah, she doesn't do anything. And I think that idea and the thing of, like, as a woman... And then, obviously, that whole speech that the mum gives, which is incredible... Um, America Ferrera or something. I don't remember. Her name. Um, she's called like America Ferraria or something. But um, that whole speech she gives about women constantly like being told to do more of something, but then not do too much of it, and then like do something but not do it, and just that whole thing of just trying to be adequate. Yeah. As a female in society, and the yeah. mixed messages. I think that was a huge takeaway from it. And, like, the exaggerated kind of female, like, jobs and stuff. Like, yeah. all of that. I think that was probably, for me, what was, like, the key takeaway from it. But yeah. I do agree. I think there's a lot to unpack with it. Like, it's not just one message at all. Yeah. I think I, I kind of agree. The message that I, I got from it was, like, um, <clears throat> like, womanhood and, like, girlhood. Yeah. yeah. And, like, being told you're not enough and, like, all this stuff and, like never feeling like you're doing enough and because I think that resonates with a lot of people I think everyone kind of has a feeling of like not being good enough um so I feel like that's like probably one of the main messages I just I think I got I got a bit confused with like Barbie and Ken's I 
know, because I feel like Ken Ken was kind of played for jokes the whole time. And then they tried to have, like, serious moments at the end where, like, he was having... But I don't know if his whole, like, having an identity was just, like, a bit of a joke. Because, I think it, like... was, it was, like, a switch over, <laughs> though, wasn't it? Because it's kind of like Ken is in the position of what basically a woman Women used is. to be in yeah. society. It's like... So, I think, okay, maybe Ken's character is, like, a parody of what women are yeah, like in society. Yeah, especially, like, in old films, like, you would... <laughs> they're, like, the same character. Like, yeah. women, women were not, like, portrayed as people who actually had a role other than to be the like the or like spouse. opinions yeah yeah and like I, I i but i don't think that's the only thing i think fragile masculinity as well is like a huge yeah <laughs> like with ken yeah okay well that was <coughs> that was our three Top favorite films, films. This year. yeah going into the future me and becca are gonna watch the olivia coldman movie with... coldman is that her name Olivia Coleman. Coleman. Olivia Coleman. Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. We're gonna go see a honey film with with like the it's like it's like English what's it called? I find it out. It's like about like a le I don't even know what it's called. It's something about careful what you said though. Yeah, it's like about like Wicked Little Les. (gasps) Wicked Little Letters. Because that that trailer looks really funny. It's about like these two women that have beef. In and like there's, the a, there's another oh, one. No, it's the 1800s. I don't know. It's like Peaky Blinders era. There's another one that just 1920s. came out. The Holdmans, I think it's called. The Holdman. The Olivia Coleman. <laughs> the Holdovers uh, that just came out. Oh, that came out in 2003. What? Are you kidding? Have you seen it? No, it's. Ju- I swear it just came out because it's like only just being advertised. Uh, but it looks really good. What's it about? I told you it was the one that kind of looked like a mix between like uh goodwill hunting and oh yeah and um that r- the other dead poet society d- dead poet society that's it i'm really curious about that so yeah those two films will definitely be a 2024 More list watch um i think any other films i'm excited for i think i'm pretty no neither Okay, guys, um, that is going to be it for this week. I yeah, uh, hope we'll, you enjoyed the episode. and the We'll have a new one soon, hopefully. Yeah. Um, have a fun new start year. of the year. Yeah. yeah. Hope you're all in your best behaviour. Yeah. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. A bit late, but I feel like I haven't said that. Better late than never. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. All right. Adios. Yeah. Oh. Bye. 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 <laughs>